Welcome back to our podcast. My name's Crystal. And I am Jimmy. This is Harnessing Light and Love. That's right. Harnessing Light and Love. How have you been? I've been good. How have you been? I've had better days. <laughs> I've seen better days. Isn't that the that dun, song? Dun, dun, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen better days. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, what did you want to talk about today? So, the last podcast was uh, talking we, about when you... The awakening vision. Right. Like, the vision mm-hmm. that you get when you finally wake up. Right. So, it's like a pre... I guess a... I wouldn't say pre-awakening, I guess. But, I mean, yeah. It's, it's an awakening. It's, leading it's part of to, the process. Yes, it's part of the process. Of the awakening. Right. And so we're going to do like the next part of the process of awakening, which is the dark night of the soul. That's right. The dark night of the soul. Um, it sounds kind of kind of like bad. Yeah, it does have like a, I don't know like a creepy dark yeah yeah dark night of the soul almost like a like a movie like a scary movie mm-hmm. right? dark night of the yep, soul definitely or a video game yeah dark night of the soul but it's definitely not the batman dark k-n-i-g-h-t it is not it is not it is not no so dark night of the soul dark night of the soul they call it that because it's something that you must go through in order to reach this uh, awakening um, because we've been asleep for so long that we've lost touch with ourselves uh, we've lost touch with well we've lost touch with our true self our true higher um, self we've yes. lost touch with uh, the higher consciousness the universe the collective, consciousness. the collective consciousness is just a number of things because we've been asleep uh, meaning, you know, we're just kind of on autopilot, going with everything on the day to day. That's it's a detachment. The, yeah. Oh, it's a huge detachment. Yeah. Um, and like I've said before, it's kind of like the Matrix, where, you know, you live in this world, this computer-based program, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're unplugged and you realize things are not what they seem. Am I saying that we're in a computer-based program? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. But what I am saying is that uh, we are definitely in a different type of program, um, and it it's time for us to wake up. And you're seeing it slowly, and you're feeling it slowly, um, especially every time you start to question things instead of just playing along. Uh, questioning things is part of the awakening process. Well, so is the dark night of the soul. It's part of the awakening process. It, because it's the it's the the painfulness of waking up and realizing that you have been asleep. I think it's more so that. I think that's what causes it is, well, I guess it's more than one thing. But I think one of those things is knowing that you've been asleep and it's frustrating. Like, why was I there and never always here awake? So you think it's... It's the uh, the not knowing part that makes it more hurtful. Well, I think it's n- when once you start to wake up, you realize that you've been asleep the whole time. Why don't you break so, it, break down okay. exactly what we're referring to? Okay, so 
when you realize that that things aren't always as they seem, right? Um, you say when you wake up, when you finally, yeah, well, when, when, when you, you finally, start to awaken, right? So when you finally start to awaken, it's a lot of information that you're that you're getting, mm-hmm. right? There's, I mean, from the last podcast, I it was a vision for me, right? So it, it's something that you can't explain because you've never been taught that this is something that happens, right? That this is that this is the way you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be awake and know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That things aren't supposed to be so full of control and freedoms taken away and certain things. Right. Um, so, so yeah, when you wake up, it's overwhelming. But I think it's also frustrating because why have you been lied to this whole time? Right. I think that's what it is. So it's the, like dark, a, the Dark Night of the Soul, um, if I'm going to break it down a little bit more, is uh, emotions that that you start to face and not good emotions we're talking fear emotions uh sadness depression um and you get this anger anger Mm -hmm. overwhelming just stressed out and it feels very very heavy um and now you can understand why they've termed it the dark night of the soul because it basically is your soul goes through this period of almost face to face with this negativity all this negative but i don't think it's so much of the fact that you weren't aware of it as to it is is more you're in tune with it now now so instead can... of it being in the uh background mm-hmm. it's in front of your it's face it's now in front of because you're awake you mm-hmm. see it now you can feel it more so these emotions and all these feelings are now more enhanced and then there's being able to have that connection with others that are also awake and feeling what they feel, almost like a sense of like yeah, you empathy, start yeah, right? very empathic, and you start to you can you're more connected to it, right? To even nature itself, yes, um, and to other people that you know you're really close with and. Uh, or your own children, I mean, your own friends, you name it, even just random people that you might just meet outside. It's it's weird how connected, but we are all connected. So, yeah, you come face-to-face with this process, and it's called the dark night of the soul. Do you have any stories that you would like to share with the dark night of the soul? Um, well, yeah. I mean... I mean, I know you just realize that there's more than one. Well, yeah, there's, well, there's more than one, and I guess, uh, let me see, I guess, so, one of the ones that I remember before was after that vision that I had, remember with that past relationship, and then uh, leaving the the relationship, so, I guess the dark night of the soul started after that, because it was so hard breaking out of old habits that I was, that I'd been in for several years, because I was in that relationship for several years, and so breaking out of that, those old habits of always being controlled and manipulated and doubting my own sanity because they were gaslighting me. Um, so I didn't realize that that was a type of dark night of the soul. Breaking out of old habits and trying to be, you know, this better version of yourself that's mm-hmm. not controlled by someone and, you know, 
I think that th that was one. Okay. And so, um, so that was a very depressing time for me. Um, luckily, I I was able to get out of that, and um, and I was and I was good until I think I started waking up even harder. And I think that that's what this is right now is the great awakening happening in this year, twenty twenty. Everyone is way more connected now. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because, you know, they quarantined the whole world, but in doing so, even though we were physically away from everybody, we somehow connected and we right. all became one. In that instance, being physically separated from each other, we became one in awakening and questioning and just as a collective, everybody, all this stuff this yeah. hidden dark tr truth I gotta, is coming to the surface i gotta admit though that i i thought this quarantine as much as i do see what you're talking about how we are you know becoming more awake and, mm -hmm. and starting to i feel I, i'm kind of a little disappointed in a lot of the people as well i feel a lot of people are still stuck in their ways and i could see it in just by logging into my social media I, I honestly, I want to say like maybe 70, 80% of the stuff on there, I just scroll right past mm -hmm. because it's just, it's like they wake up and they're like, what am I going to be mad about today? Or what am I going to, what's going to, you know, what do I have to go after today? Let me, what social war, social justice warrior am I going to, you know? Yeah, I see what you mean. They're waking up and they're and they're they're getting angry. Yeah. But they're staying in that anger. They're remaining in yes. the anger. Yes. Yes. And and yeah. and so we want you guys to know that what you're feeling is just your dark night of the soul. You're going through this process. If you feel like you're just really angry about something more than you ever have been, take a step back. Take a step back and realize that it's not really what it is. You're angry because you're tapping into this, this energy, this other consciousness. One thing that you have to understand is this thing is called, it's called a pendulum. Yes. Um, and one way or another, a pendulum is always swinging, right? Mm -hmm. You can either give it your good energy it'll keep that pendulum swinging or the bad energy and keep that pendulum swinging. You can look at it like a football game. And this is an example I've always heard. You know, you have the feeling that you get when you watch it on your TV mm -hmm. or just any sports, okay? Not so much football, but you know, that feeling that you get when you're watching it on TV, you get into it. Okay, cool. Then there's that other feeling that you get when you go to the actual game. You're in the stadium. You're in the stadium. Mm-hmm. You cannot sit there and tell me that it's the same thing as watching it from your couch. No, I think it's a it's a high that you get from everybody else's high it's, from watching it. You get this it from just being feels, there in it, yeah. You feel that energy. It just feels more much more intense. Right. And you're all of a sudden you're really into that game. You're rooting for them. Mm -hmm. You've never been that way. What is going on with you? What's wrong with you? That's just energy. You're you're feeding into that pendulum. The energy is that yeah. energy that's there. It's this it's almost like it's pulling you in. Yeah. So if you find yourself 
really upset and angry about whatever it is. And a lot of people right now, it usually has to do with the pandemic that's going on. The politics. The, or the politics. Yep. And or the certain movements. Or certain... Are, like certain, racial inequalities and stuff like right. that. Right. Yeah. And it's one or the other, but it's something. These mm-hmm. You have to understand that this is just a pendulum that's swinging. And it wants your energy. You're feeling these energies. And that's why, especially if you're going through an awakening process... Mm-hmm. You're now going through your dark night of the soul, and you you just feel you feel it even more. Mm-hmm. You're more angry. You're more upset. Absolutely. But when you're angry, what is that? What is this? What is the root of that? It's fear. It's fear. It's fear of the unknown of it's, why did this happen or mm-hmm. why what is going to happen. So you have to take that step back. It's not really you. You're. This isn't really who you are Mm -hmm. you're just caught in this in in this pendulum that's being swung by these people to draw your energy and keep you in the low vibration so you don't fully wake up because the minute that you do wake up they no longer have have your energy they no no longer have that control Mm -hmm. therefore they are no longer strong they can't they can't control you. They can't tell you something and know that you'll believe it. Exactly. Yeah. And not only that, but now there's another awakened soldier out there, and you're about to recruit some people, and then <laughs> they about to recruit some people, and then they about to recruit some people, and it's and just, it's gonna just gonna slowly going to start spreading, and they like a and it's fear. It's all fear based. <laughs> <laughs> and so this dark night of the soul, I I myself have felt it, and yeah, like you were saying, it happens more than once. Yeah, and and it happened recently it did i mean it's just i think like you just explained it it's me getting sucked into what's happening the the fear out there you know all these mm-hmm. regulations and rules right. that are trying to push on us right and, and i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let i'm gonna let the audience know that you did freak out when the whole uh face mask were mandatory were became mandatory thing of course i did because because I know I, I know the agenda behind it mm-hmm. and and I'm and the thing is I got so upset because leading up to that point it was still when it wasn't mandatory there were the people that were like you have to wear your mask how could you not wear it don't you want to protect the ones that you love and then there were the people that were like, but if I'm healthy, why do I have to wear one? I don't understand why, you know, this is just... Right. And also it's, you know, I mean, whatever you want to call it, personal choice or because you're healthy, it shouldn't matter. It's just people were getting so angry of, why can't you just wear your mask? They're not going to open up stuff until y'all start wearing your right. mask. But then it's like, you're already awake, so you know that... It's only going to get worse even if we do comply with these masks. Could it be that when you got upset about it, could it have been not so much that you truly felt like that? I mean, yeah, like maybe you did. It did upset you because it does on everyone anytime your rights are being infringed upon. Right. But do you think the way you really got was more of this 
pendulum energy that you were just absolutely. feeling. No, absolutely. Because like I said, I, I have friends on social media that were constantly posting, you know, oh, well, people should wear masks and, you know, wait until it gets mandatory because that's what needs to be done. And I just remember being like, you know, no, because that's not, that's, no, that can't happen. They can't just make us, you know, they can't make us, you know, wear something. Right. Especially when everything gets contradicted. You know, right. the guy that got fired, the one that was actually the, the recommending and stuff, he came out and originally was like, you don't have to wear these. Right. Obviously, he got fired by the Trump administration and they started saying something else. Mm -hmm. That's neither here nor there. But... You got upset about it, and and the but I got really like I freaked out because I was like, well, I'm never gonna leave my house if they're gonna make me wear one, and you know, I'm just someone else is gonna have to do my shopping, and I felt personally, I let it affect me to the point where I was personally violated because I was like, this is my body, mm -hmm. and yeah. this is, you know. You're, you're making me do something that I can't breathe in fresh air if you make me wear that. And it's almost like a form of silencing me. Like, shut up. We can do whatever we want, and you're just going to wear this. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, covers up completely my entire face. Mm -hmm. How can I communicate with someone, put a smile on their face by me smiling? You know, I remember my dad yeah, always telling me. Why you got to be smiling me, at people, though? I remember my dad always, smile, always yeah. telling me that my smile is so contagious that it mm -hmm. just makes anyone want to smile. Mm -hmm. And so here it I does. am having, and, and here I am. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> here I am having to cover up my face. Right. And I can't, someone that's having a bad day passing me, one little smile could change something. True. No, no, no. Yeah. So and yes, I understood I felt, you. Yeah. And, and I told you that. I was like, look, I get it. So I felt I get very, yeah. very personally attacked mm -hmm. and overwhelmed. But you're right. I think it was more so everything leading, all the little posts and people's opinions leading up to it and me kind of being sucked into that pendulum. So when it finally is just stamped on there like, hey, mandatory, that's when it just, I like just burst open Boom. and it was like, yeah, yeah. got you. Yeah. Got you. It did. Fell right into it. Yep. Mm -hmm. But it's not bad. No. And, and, and I think people need to understand that even... Even if you are right now still sucked into whatever it is, you can it's, get out of it. It's okay because, yeah. And it's, it's okay. And don't beat yourself up about it. Because I did do that. Because I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I should be better than this. I'm over here, you know, in, in this. Yeah, I should know like, better to be on What's the point of watching all this? Yeah, and, what, like I was like, what's the point I'm of you know being gonna, in this high uh, vibration if I'm going to allow something yeah, like that to get me upset? Maybe I should just not. Maybe just, I should just, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there was... I was and it's all part on, of it. Yeah, it's all part very, of that process, though. I was very hard on myself because I was like, I should be practicing what I preach, and I'm not. I'm over here getting angry. But I think... It's healthy to feel those things. Of course. Because once you feel them, you can almost release it. I you think know, the main the main thing is being aware of it. Yes. When you're not aware of it, you're asleep. You let it consume you. When you're aware of it, you're awake. Which is then the dark night of the soul happens. Yeah. But you're aware of it. You're awake. You realize what's happening. You know what you're feeling, why you're feeling it. Right. 
And you also know what to do about those feelings and how to approach those feelings mm-hmm. and how to let it go. So, so that's what I had to do then. I, and that's what I did. I had to let it go and know and, and trust that there was the, trust the process of that there was something bigger that was going to come out of this. I, I had to look, I had to be positive again. Mm-hmm. And so letting go of that anger finally, I think was me accepting and also moving forward. Like I'm not going to let this get me down. Yeah. I'm not going to let this consume me like it had in that instance. Right. And, and, and yeah, and I get, and I got out of it that dark night of the soul. I got out of it quicker than I thought I would Mm -hmm. because these things can last days, weeks, Mm -hmm. you know, this dark, I mean, even months probably. And it didn't last that long. And it gets easier. It gets easier because you start to realize it. You catch yourself. Yeah, you catch yourself and you realize, oh, I get it. I know why I'm feeling this. Because everybody else is Yeah, I'm feeling this because of this. Okay, what can I do? Well, let me try meditating. Clear my mind. You know, declutter it. So I, and yeah, um, let and me I just did. ground myself, you know, go outside, connect with nature. Right. Let me just, you know, chill, listen to some music, uh, dance and by did. yourself, sing. And I, and I did have <laughs> to do all those things. I mean, everything. I, I went outside. I went, I was barefoot. And then I did, I meditated and then I did a little bit of yoga and listened to like high vibrational, like YouTube videos. Like I mm-hmm. was listening to Aaron and then. And then I, I, that's when I got into listening to Ralph Smart and he just makes me, he makes me laugh every time I watch Mm -hmm. his videos. I love him. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I got out of it quicker than I thought and I was pretty proud of myself. Good. I'm glad. I'm proud of you. I I see the difference in you. (laughs) I've seen how you were before and how you are now. And I mean, even though you still beat yourself up every time something goes down and you beat yourself up on how you approached it and how you shouldn't have and i tell you don't dwell on that it's just part of the process i'm getting better you are getting better (laughs) but i think i think it's important for everyone to go through that because i feel like it makes us stronger it's a it's a it's that learning it's part of the process of learning and growing Mm -hmm. and and yeah and that's why it's okay to get angry and so when I see, you know, my friends Well, online, is it okay to get angry or is, or is it okay that you got angry? It's okay that you get angry, but you don't let it completely consume you and stay in that anger. Right. Because you have to, you have to let that out because you have, because you have to basically be aware of the anger, but then let it go as well. So right. it's, it's not like hold it in and just don't be angry. Don't be angry. No, right. of course you don't want to do that. Yeah, no, go ahead and get angry. Go outside and scream. I don't know what people do if you have a punching bag or something, but <laughs> let yeah, be aware of the anger and just then just don't, don't let, let your, it go. Don't let your partner be the punching bag. No, of course not, never. <laughs> uh, but just don't let it consume you. You know, get go through that feeling, but then let go of that feeling, and right. trust that. This isn't what life is about. This anger, this fear of the unknown, this, these low vibrational feelings. It's not what it's about. It's not. So. But this dark night of the soul, that, that's all part of the process, yeah. you know. So, if you, like I said, if you feel like you're going through it right now, 
Well, that's what it is. Yeah. You're you're just you're going through this and you're going to get through it. Now, especially you are aware of it. You're you know what it is. Right. So, what are you going to do about it? Not be hard on yourself like I was. Don't be hard on yourself. <laughs> that doesn't help. No. Well, I mean, being hard on yourself, how how does that help? It only makes you feel worse because it makes you feel defeated or weak or it makes you feel weak inadequate or something Mm -hmm. and those are all negative vibrations so then you all of a sudden bring yourself down Mm -hmm. and well you know where that leads anytime you're down and any kind of fear anger uh any any jealousy any of those low vibrational feelings you keep yourself down there long enough your life is going to start ref- to reflect that back on you. Um, and it's okay, though. You'll get through it. I mean, I, I feel like I've gone through my own dark night of the soul. And even then, I still go through some of those things. I mean, this happened a while back when I got removed from that job site. Right. And I still, every now and then, I think about it. <laughs> Because it just it just really gets to me that someone did that. And for people that don't know, I'm going to just lay it down real quick for you guys. Uh, my job, I do, I do security and access, right? So we, we can set up uh, security cameras um, or, or access for door entries and stuff like that and alarms and all that stuff. So that's what we do. Uh, during... At this job site, we were working. I'm not gonna say where I was working, but it's it's a uh, it's a big contract that we have, and there's there they are different schools, and so there are various schools throughout this district that we have a contract with. I've been doing this for what since last year, working with last this crew. Mm-hmm. It, it pays really well. Yeah. Um, I, I finally got the hang of it. You know, I'm just, you know, just like any other regular day doing my job. Well, it so happens that we run into this problem where uh, we set off some fire alarms. These people are, these fire alarm people are going by. And he just kind of attacks us. The alarms are going off and he's like, you guys did this. And, and I'm just sitting back there with the tool in my hand still. I'm just like, oh, that's weird. I said, I've never... This has never happened before. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you guys did this. And I'm like, okay, well, sorry. Right. We'll be more careful next time. But that wasn't enough. No, no, he kept going. <laughs> he kept saying, like, well, look at all this. And look at all that. You guys need to do this. You guys need to do that. And we're just like, okay, okay. And he just kept going on and on and on and on and on and on. And I finally had it. And I was just like, dude, I heard you the first time. You just got to tell me one time. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a veteran, okay. Yes, I might look young, but I've gone. I've done four deployments. Um, I have a degree. I've gone through things in my life. Mm-hmm. For someone to sit there and I felt disrespected at that point, and did, I felt. Did you say all of that to him? No, but I, you wanted to. No, all oh. I said was, "Dude, I heard you the first time." Oh, okay. I heard you the first time. All you have to say is one time. That was it. He People, lost. I'm telling yeah. you, that was it. He lost it. Yeah, he lost He it. got so upset at me. And then his, the, some guy that he was with came around the corner and got all in my face. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, we'll like, say it uh, 20, 30 15 times and la, 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 la. Just, I'm just like, whoa, where did you come from? Like, where, like honestly. And by the way, the alarms are going off this whole time. So it's all this noise. 
and, which is and, amplifying. Which is yells. amplifying, yeah. yeah. And and so we're having to kind of yell because we can't hear each right. other, right? And so that was it. Next thing you know, they uh, they tell me that I need to uh, that same day, that same day he they, they my supervisor comes and he's like, you need to get your tools and you got to go to the office, the main office. And I'm just sitting there like, for what? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, that guy's saying that you um. That you threaten him mm-hmm. and that you cuss them out, which is not true, mm-hmm. so untrue. And all I could think of, at first, I thought he was joking. I was like, "Oh, he's just gonna." I'm so I started packing my stuff all slowly, like any second now he's gonna be like, "I'm just, just playing." <laughs> and no, I packed everything up in my car, and I still kind of look back, like, "Nope, no one's there to say I'm just playing." It was true. The guy did. He said that I cussed him out and that all these other things, which is just completely false. And I took that hard. Because you're such you're you're such a nice person. I took that really hard. I mean, because and I thought I was going to be okay, but then they tell me, yeah. then they tell me you can no longer work at any of these right. schools in this district. It's a big contract. Yeah. And I can no longer work at those schools so that means that i had to take a pay cut yeah that hurt because i'm the only one working you know and so that hurt me and and all because this guy just decided to get his way and prove some kind of point by you know for his own ego's sake and i took that really hard i took it really hard and then i realized wait a minute hold on what am i truly feeling here well, I'm reacting to the situation that happened that is out of my control. Okay, this is part of this is part of a, a process. I'm supposed to go down a different path. Right. And so I accepted it. I said, okay, you know what? That's cool. This door is going to close. Another door is going to open. Right. And that's what the dark night of the soul is. Once you come face to face with it and you realize it, it's a door closing, another door opening. It's crazy because I just, you saying that, I just had a, I guess a picture of in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that moment, it's like being in a room that's fully lit. And then you're saying that the door's closing, they're telling you, no, you can't be here anymore, you gotta leave. But there's no lights in the hallway so you have to go down this dark hallway where you can't see anything right. to get to this other door where there's light. It's lit up mm-hmm. and you can see again. So to me, it's weird that you're talking about that and I just picture that in my head. You leaving a room that's fully lit into the door closes and then everything goes dark and it's right. just a hallway and you have to you have to kind of just scramble in the dark and find another doorknob to open up a door mm-hmm. to go in there where there's light. And that's where I am right now in this <laughs> dark hallway trying to find my way to this to this door that's lit. Because th- knowing that, like, it really helped me out. It got me through that, and now I'm cool with it. Like, hey. And actually, I'm... I don't mind, like, like I go to work now. I don't know what's happening. So <laughs> it's kind of cool because I, I didn't fall into that same, you know, that same routine that I was in. So in a way, I like it because of that. And wherever that guy is, um, I, I wish him. You're out there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you're listening out there, listen here, guy. No, you know what? I wish that guy the best. I do. I wish him the best. And yes. I know that it sucks and something's going to happen to him because of what he did. 
But I hope he learns from it, and I hope he realizes it. Because I also All learned a lesson. Is, yeah. I really did learn a lesson. The lesson that I learned was I just got to be nice. Yeah. Nice, sir. But you already are nice. Yeah, but now I got to be even nicer. Okay, well. Now, now it's not so much as <laughs> like, you know, well, don't tell me that. I, you only got to tell me one time. From now on, I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to let it roll off my back. And so that's what I got from that. And in a sense, I thank him for that because I learned a lot. And it got me through that. that. And, and yeah, and I think another thing in that, in this dark night process is forgiveness and that is what you did mm -hmm. and that is such a noble thing that anyone can do is forgiveness because it's not so much forgiveness for their sake it's forgiveness for your sake oh definitely mm -hmm. and so yeah just you know to that guy we send we send all our love and blessings because that's all that we can do to yeah. so that in hopes that maybe us not you know, having a grudge against that person. Yeah, you definitely you know, don't want to have a grudge. That will, that eats you up. Right. That but also just being doing the opposite and being like, you know what? God bless you, sir. Yeah. Or whatever, and you then, know. And then seeing the good that came out of it. Yeah. You and, know, but also at that hoping that maybe that, that good that you're putting out towards him, maybe that good will do something for him. Hopefully. You never know. But, yeah, so that's my story that I wanted to share with you guys that, that happened to me. So hopefully you guys learned a lot from this one. And I guess until next time. Yep. Until we meet again on this spiritual journey. That's right. I'm Crystal. And I am Jimmy. Thanks a lot for listening to us. Take care now. Mm -hmm.